Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Jeune Mama podcast, where we talk about all things pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, tips and tricks, and more from a Senegalese-American perspective. I'm your host, Aisitu Gise. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about married life after having a baby. So nobody really talks about how your relationship with your husband changes after you have a baby. And it's something that you really can't prepare yourself for because all of a sudden you're immersed in this new normal. And after days, weeks, and months of what feels like being on autopilot, you look up and you realize things are different now. You haven't had one-on-one time with your husband in a while. You haven't taken a self-care day. And you haven't even taken the doctor up on the offer to have sex again. Ooh, yikes. So in this episode, we're going to talk about life pre-baby, life post-baby, and some solutions on how you can revamp your life after you have a baby and get that quality one-on-one time again, even if it's not as frequently as it used to be, because it won't. So let's envision life pre-baby. This is where you and your partner have ample time for date nights, chilling on the couch until whenever. You have all this excitement about having kids in the future without really knowing what that entails. You're daydreaming about all the things that you're going to do. There's unlimited on-demand sex. Uh, It's wonderful, right? (laughs) This is what life pre-baby looks like. It's basically an open field to do whatever, all the time, anytime. Now, of course, that's not taking into account the fact that as adults, you have responsibilities. So you have work, you have hobbies, you have friends, you have your own lives together, you have separate lives, you have all these things that are going on. So, of course, it's not just like a blank page of write whatever you want when it comes to life pre-baby. But it can feel that way, especially when you compare it to life post-baby. It feels like before you had all this freedom and all this unlimited access to things that you wanted to do either as a couple or as individuals. And then you fast forward nine months, now you have a baby. And the one word that I will use to describe the experience of a couple when they have a life after, when they have a baby, excuse me, it is unpredictability. And that is all throughout the day, all throughout the weeks, all throughout the months. Life after a baby is so unpredictable because you no longer have the luxury of being able to get up and go whenever you want to. Now you have a human being, a small human being, a loud human being, a needy human being that you have to take into consideration no matter what you do. So you can't just get up and go to the gym anymore. You can't get up and just spend a day at the mall anymore. You can't decide, "Mm, I'm going to order takeout and not do anything at all today because I'm feeling lazy. You don't have that luxury anymore because now you have a 24-hour responsibility of this child that's depending on you, that loves you so much and you love them so much. So your whole life looks different when it comes to life after baby. So we're not going to spend too much time on what life pre-baby looks like because one, it's different for everyone. Two, I don't want to start crying thinking about what my life was like pre my baby. (laughs) But I also want to make sure that we focus on the topic of this episode, which is how do you adjust when you have a new baby? How do you adjust when you have this new reality to take to worry about? And how do you deal with that guilt of missing your old life? Because it very much is something that's real. It's okay to feel guilt around 
wow, I really wish the freedom I had before I had a baby. While also being able to enjoy and recognize that your baby is a wonderful blessing. So that's where we're going to spend the majority of this episode on is life post baby and solutions on how you can maintain a positive, wonderful relationship with your partner while you have your baby with you. So we talked a little bit about the unpredictability. Let's talk about the next big factor of life post baby, which can lead to just a rabbit hole of other problems or other struggles and challenges and that is sleep deprivation when you have a new baby I mean no one can truly truly prepare you for the lack of sleep that you're going to be having because the baby is going to need constant attention at night their bodies are not wired to work the way ours are where you're awake during the day and asleep at night sometimes it can be the full reverse of that where they're up all night and sleeping all throughout the day Or it can be a combination of up a little bit, down a little bit, taking naps frequently, waking up frequently, feeding frequently, all of those things. And so what that equates to for the new parents is sleep deprivation. And this can lead to so many other things such as moodiness, irritability, short fuses. And we all know where those things exist, happiness may not always be the most obvious thing that we can experience. And so if you're having a partner that's moody, that has a short fuse, that's easily irritable, or you yourself are experiencing those things, that can make for a more challenging environment when it comes to dealing with your partner post-baby. And that's normal. It's okay for those things to happen because you're dealing with something that you can't fully control, which is how frequently or how long or how much your baby sleeps. So it's okay for you to not know exactly how to navigate that, for your partner to also not know how to navigate that. What's important to know is that it's going to happen. You're going to have those moments of total frustration. There's not going to be much that you can do about it all the time, every time. But what's good to know is that you can recognize those patterns And when we get to the solutions, we'll talk about how to communicate that with your partner, which is one of the most important things, communication, but also how you can kind of harness those emotions and hone them in a little bit more so you can, one, understand what you're feeling, two, be able to overcome it, and three, still be the best parent that you can be, because that's really what it's about at the end of the day. Now, this next one, when we talk about life post baby, it might sound funny to some people, but it's going to be that planned sex or no sex for days or weeks on end. Uh, Remember earlier in the episode when I talked about you suddenly look up and you realize things are different? This is one of those areas in which you realize you don't have as much flexibility, as much freedom and as much Hmm, sometimes just straight up desire. So, you know, when you first have a baby, your doctor will tell you there's a certain period of time where you're not supposed to have intercourse. That's irrespective of if you have a vaginal delivery or a C-section, right? Your body needs time to repair and heal. So you may get to a point where let's say it is a typical six weeks after you give birth that your doctor gives you the go ahead to have intercourse again. You may not be ready for that. And that's okay. So when we talk about life post baby, there's so many things that are quote unquote the norm. And then there's the norm for you. So you have to think about what is normal for you? What are you ready for? 
What's something that you desire at that moment? Because some people don't even wait the six weeks, child. And some people wait two months, three months, four months, whatever. So whatever looks normal for you, it's really about when you have a baby, things change so much that you have to take stock, take inventory of what you're going through, what your partner's going through, what you're going through together as a couple, and how you're going to navigate that. So that's another consideration when it comes to life post baby. We also have this new notion of life revolving around your new bundle of joy. And while it can be such a rewarding experience, it can also be very exhausting that everything you do now revolves around this new baby. So, of course, that can hurt your marital life, your relationship with your partner, because it's really going to take away from time that you've had with each other, time that you've had with yourself. And it's a new experience that you have to go through but also not just go through you have to confront it's not something that I recommend folks kind of just let happen to them you know how sometimes life happens to you but sometimes you take the reins and you command certain things or you can facilitate certain things this is one of those areas where I recommend everyone to kind of take stock again take inventory of the fact that Okay, now you have this new life. You have literally this new life, but you also have this life with your partner that revolves around this new life. And how do you be aware of that and tackle it in a way where you're not discounting, of course, the new happiness that you have in your life, but you're also not forgetting that you are a human being, you're an individual, you're a person that's dealing with that situation, that's experiencing that situation. So I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but when you have this new life that now revolves around a new life, it's it's a conundrum you have to solve and you have to figure out what's the best formula for you. So in talking about what life post baby looks like, there are things that are obviously going to look different. Life will be gone as you knew it, and there's a new life that begins when you have a new baby. But some things are still fundamental to who you are as a couple, and those two things are a little bit juxtaposing. So it's quality time together for you to nurture your relationship, and then time apart, that you time that you have to rediscover who you are, to rediscover who this new you is as a new mom, as a new dad, And then who you are as a new couple, because you're going to look completely different from the life that you lived before you had your baby. And so I think that's a really good segue into the solutions part of this episode, which is where I want to spend a bulk of the time to share my thoughts on what has worked for my partner and I and what I hope will work for you and your partner. All right. So the first solution that I have for you all is to work together as a partnership. This is really important to prevent any one person from burning out. I mean, you have to work together, share the load, and be there for one another. Culturally, women tend to take the brunt of the work, and this is natural. So as women, as the child bearers, as the ones who are pregnant and giving birth, we're the ones who carry the baby And there's that natural tie to the baby that we're going to have. It's really organic. And if you layer on top of that, if you're breastfeeding or if you're spending a ton of time with the baby, which you naturally will do, 
you're bound to do more of the quote unquote work. You're bound to do more of the labor around having a baby. But that doesn't mean your husband can't pick up some of the slack when it comes to the housework and also taking care of baby and mom. It's both of your baby, especially at 2 a.m. when the baby is yelling at the top of her lungs or his lungs. So it's really important for both folks to be involved in this entire experience for dad to help out mom while she's taking care of things that are just innate. So if mom is breastfeeding, there's other things that have to be done. If mom is changing diaper one time, dad can change diaper the next time. So it really is about having that partnership, being on the same page and working together to take care of your baby. It's both of your baby. And even if some of the organic, natural, biological work falls more on one person than the next, there's a ton of work to be done all around and everyone can be involved with that. The next solution that I have is date night 2.0. So if you don't have anybody who can watch the baby or you don't feel comfortable leaving the baby anywhere, you've got to start planning those dates around something that your baby can be a part of or redesign date night at home. So this can look something like putting the baby to sleep in the room and having a picnic in the living room, putting the baby to sleep and having a bath together, putting the baby to sleep and cooking together putting the baby to sleep and eating together. So you might have picked up on this theme of putting the baby to sleep. <laughs> this is something that I can't ignore. It's basically this new reality that you now have this third wheel, this permanent third wheel on pretty much all of your dates. So you have to think about how to get creative with date night. So that means either you're going to have the baby be a part of date night or you're going to put the baby to sleep and then do date night or if you get to a point where you're comfortable taking the baby to daycare, you could also do that. Take the baby to daycare, drop it off with the trusted loved one, and then you go out to date night. Either way, you've got to do something with the baby. And that's what it's coming down to. So get creative. The next tip that I have is to embrace the madness. So... You have a baby that requires your time and attention all day long. It's normal for the house not to be in pristine condition. It's okay for you to be frustrated and need to take a step back. It's okay to not have everything done on your to-do list. And it's okay to lean on your partner. So that period of time, especially the first three months of having a baby, we'll do a separate episode on it. It's called the fourth trimester. It's normal for things to feel chaotic. It's normal for things to feel like complete madness. Embrace it. Understand that it's normal. Don't beat yourself up too much about it and just go with the flow. This next one is kind of encompassing of a lot of the solutions that I'm talking about today and it's time management. So what you what I recommend is to do your best to keep some things consistent in your new life. I know I talked about unpredictability before, but if there's anything, even if it's one thing that you can keep consistent, whether it's bedtime, nap time, bath time, anything that you can do to have some sense of normalcy, I recommend you do that. Try to manage your time the best that you can. And this is going to be hard because babies are unpredictable. The day can feel very unpredictable and can quickly feel like it's like slipping out of your grasp, but 
any little thing that you can do to feel a sense of normalcy and that you have a grasp on time and time management, I recommend that you do. Now, this next one, it is my favorite solution. It is to send your husband away with the baby. Because sometimes the new mom life can be so consuming and overwhelming. I mean, just from a perspective of feeling like you're being touched too much. Your baby, you can hold them and they're touching you and they are moving and squirming and doing all of these things. So sometimes you as a mom can just feel overwhelmed by all of the sensations that are happening. They're breastfeeding. They're throwing up on you. They're squirming and moving around in your hands. They're yelling. So there's that like the audio sensory aspect of it. There's just so much that can be happening to you as a new mom with this new baby that sometimes it can feel very overwhelming. So my solution is to send the baby away with my husband for a few hours so I can take care of me or I can get some things done. And sometimes I don't get anything done while they're gone, but it's a couple of hours of silence. It's a couple of hours of sanity that I am willing to, to just reap the benefits of because they're gone for a few hours and as selfish and as guilty sometimes as guilt-ridden as it can be sometimes you need to do that you need to do that for your own sanity so don't be afraid to take advantage of those situations where your husband can take the baby away from you and you can have some peace and quiet now this next solution that I'm going to talk about it is a luxury if you can but it's really about outsourcing where it's possible so sometimes it's hiring someone to clean your house every few weeks there are online services that don't require a huge commitment so if you don't want to sign up for like a subscription or a membership you can sign up for a one-time cleaning service to come and clean your house maybe you can hire a nanny for a limited amount of time just so you can calibrate and ask friends and family to help out with cleaning the house cooking and the likes outsource 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 there's still so much that has to get done on top of having a baby. So use the resources around you and don't be afraid to pay for the convenience. Personally, for me, an Instacart subscription has become my best friend, especially in those early postpartum days, because between the forgetfulness that I've acquired since becoming a mom and the hectic hecticness of the new life, um, having groceries delivered has just been a huge time saver and effort saver. Um, I use the app as a grocery list, basically. Anything that I think about that I'm missing or need to get, I just go on and add to my cart. And then I hit submit once a week. It gets delivered to my house. I don't have to go to the grocery store with the baby. Let me tell you something. Going to the grocery store pre-baby and going to the grocery store post-baby or post-babies are two very different experiences. Maybe three very different experiences. I don't know what being a mom of two or three or four is like, but I can no longer just get up, run inside the grocery store, pick something and walk out. I have to think about the car seat. I have to think about the stroller. I have to think about getting in and out without the baby having a scream fest. So there's so many things that goes back to the time management is if there's anything you can do to save yourself time, save yourself effort, save yourself energy, and you have the luxury to do so, just do it pay for it is worth it this next solution that I have it is honestly the only reason why I can sit here and talk about these things in a somewhat graceful manner and it is taking sleeping shifts so the best way to tackle sleep deprivation in my opinion is to not invite it in 
you need to sleep. You need to confront the reality of having this new baby, but still needing to sleep to function. So what my husband and I did is we took shifts where I would go to sleep the first half of the night. He would watch the baby. Then I would wake up, watch the baby, and he would go to sleep. And let me tell you, having a consistent two, three, four hours of sleep did wonders for our mental health, for our physical health, for our emotional health. And so I would recommend if you have the luxury of having a partner with you when you have a baby, take sleeping shifts so that you can get some sleep, your husband can get some sleep, and hopefully baby can get some sleep as well. And finally, with the solutions, this is something that is easier said than done, but it is to extend more grace than you normally would. You know, life post baby, it's a new experience, whether it's your first baby or your sixth baby. Both you and your partner are learning and relearning things and simply doing the best that you can. So sometimes we are more graceful or gracious with ourselves than we are with other people. And in the midst of having a new baby, this new normal, the hecticness, the craziness, the frustration, the pain, the suffering, all of those things, we often have, let me not say we often, we can forget that our partners are also people, our partners are also human, and our partners are also learning the same way that we are. So extend that grace, extend the the hug, extend the great job, extend the you're doing so well, the compliments, all of those things, they really go a long way when it comes to reconnecting with your partner, when it comes to recognizing the humanness of all of this and also just realizing this is who I married in the midst of it all and there was a reason I married them in the first place and so because we have this new baby we have to learn to fall in love all over again and reinvent our family now that we have this new addition and it could be a great wonderful experience if done correctly now correctly I'll say loosely because there's no one way to do things Everything that I talked about in this episode, it's just suggestions. It's experiential. It's experimental. It's things that you can do, you can try, you can pivot on, you can adjust, alter, all of those things to reconnect with your partner and realize that even though you have this new baby, you're still a couple, you still need quality time, you still need we time, you still need me time. So all of those things have to be taken into consideration and I just want to, you know, end the episode on that note and say that, you know, life as you knew it, it will be different. You have a baby now, and that's going to mean so many different things for so many different people. But I encourage you all to embrace it and just do your best because that's really all you can do. And have peace of mind that everything will be okay, that you and your partner will get through it. And before you know it, you'll be talking about having even another baby. That's what I had for you for today's episode on married life post baby. It can look different for everyone, but I just wanted to have this episode out for everyone to hear my experience, a little bit of it that I got to share in this episode, but Really just overall, some of the things that can happen once you have a baby in a relationship and how you should approach uh, navigating those challenges, embracing the chaos and the madness and moving forward with confidence that 
your baby will be fine. Your relationship will be fine and everything will be great. That's really what I have to say about this topic because it's a doozy. There's so much that can happen once you have a baby and there's no one right way to get it done. So just wanted to share that with you all today. I will give you all a rendezvous for the next episode. And with that, I want to thank you for listening thus far. Make sure that you subscribe or download the episode, subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new upload and I will see you on the next one. This is the PS portion of the episode where we have a very loud word from our sponsor. Je suis